morning to you, Sakina, and to the rest of the AM Lord listeners. Bon dia, bon dia, bon dia, bon dia, Sakina. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Were you somewhere... I, yeah, no. I know it means how are you. Yeah, good morning, how are you? But I, yeah, I'm not even going to try. Um, at least I understand. So we see where you were. So that's where our yeah. was our Friday went. But uh, let's get back to the Asian shares. Um, yeah. Yeah, what's going on there? Um, jumping somewhat? Yeah, they did, they did, they did, they got, they kept up very strongly over the weekend, and I think it has to do more with the jobs numbers that we got from the U.S. I heard you speak about it a bit earlier, Rob, but just to um, add my little two cents worth, it was very important to show a very good standing on the jobs numbers in the U.S. because we haven't had really good news, uh, especially after uh, the Fed decided not to hike the rates when they were supposed to have done so. And so this news comes at the back of falling uh, oil prices, which is obviously good for South Africans, and we want to see that, that price go down, obviously. But what is more exciting, what is more important and significant here is the fact that, obviously, that does mean that um, we might see a price, a petrol price cut for us. Uh, but in a gl- bigger global scale, we're looking at seeing those Asian markets uh, come back very strongly. The, SM, um, the S&P 500 futures as well looking very strong, Sakina, giving a good sign that the markets are, are starting to um, be a little less uh, volatile. Uh, the, the MSCI Asia Pacific index rose uh, on the month of my high. We saw the MSCI Asia Pacific increase its uh, performance there by nearly uh, 2.4%. It climbed up by early hours of this morning. It, it even helped some of the, to- uh, the uh, Japanese stocks that are topic surging there by 3.7%. And we also saw some of the U.S. Uh, shares, the futures looking very strong, meaning that they might start in a positive. What does this mean for the local uh, bonds? It means that we might see the JSE actually start in a positive as well. I'm expecting that it would because we did have a little shady Friday, uh, but I'm, I'm thinking that today that might come back very strongly following those good starts uh, to the Asian market. Sakila, you know, one of the people who've been affected by the uh, Brexit, huh? it's, it's, it's your sister, Serena. Serena. Sakina, <laughs> Serena. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know that she's earned $380,000 less because of Brexit? Yeah, I saw that. Sure. Yeah, I, I would gladly, I would gladly take that difference from her, you know. Like, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Brexit. No worries, no worries. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, moving on um, from that, yeah. uh, the G20 trade ministers—they've uh, seen global investment falling up to fifteen percent. You know, in keeping with what we're talking about. That, that is very scary. I mean. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that IMF story about them dropping us to 0.1%. Yes. The matters will just leave it at zero, man. That was my thought exactly. I mean, yeah. this 0.1% really now. What, why is that? I don't understand. Anyway, here we are at the G20 coming out. The representatives have pledged to increase the effort in facilitation of trade and urged other World uh, Trade Organization member nations to do likewise. We know that there's something going on. We know that... Uh, our president, uh, uh, President Jacob Zuma, is in France. It's going to be in Paris. It's going to be talking to them. Hey, it must be an interesting one because France has just lost the e, the European champions. <laughs> so I don't know what the conversation is going to be like. It's going to be quite tense to speak to François Hollande um, about uh, about business after that. But what's important, Sakina, is that these team of experts believe that the world has to do something. So we need more stimulus. 
to actually, uh, again, to ignite that global growth again, because it seems like it's not looking good at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, your favorite person, Kaiser Chiefs there. Oh. Shinzo Abe, he's in the news. Uh, he's oh. a happy man today, oh. uh, winning well, Japan's well, upper house election. I thought it was your favorite person, Sakina. What's wrong? No, he's yours. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Anyway, the most important thing is that he won the elections again, so he's strong. He's, he's back. He's like singing the uh, return of the man. But what's important, Sakina, is the people have voted, obviously, because they believe that his economic policies will come to fruition. That's what's important about this particular vote. So um, we know that we had Abenomics, and then we had Abenomics 2.0. Hey, so you know, it's starting to sound like I'm a film like I love Jean Claude Van Damme. You know, kickboxer one, kickboxer two, and kickboxer three. I, I don't know what's going on, but he's coming back, and now he's going to say Abenomics 3.0, and this is obviously to fight Japanese deflation funk, and he also has to fight the slowness in the economy, and he has to increase exports in the Japanese economy. So. This is what he calls the Abenomics 3.0. It will start to take effect just after the sales tax uh, has been uh, extended further or uh, delayed further. So it means that, obviously, he's got confidence that he can turn the Japanese economy around. Oh, of course, he calls the RB.